Hi, my loves, and welcome to the this week's episode. So, my energy is still a little bit um, thrown. I shared last week that I'm going through a couple of things personally uh, in the background with a family member who's who's sick, and it's still there. It's still on my heart, and it's it's been showing up a bit as I, especially when I create these episodes because they are like just me talking. I do have a guest coming up uh, in the I think if not next week, then next week. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, just showing up and and really leading myself as I share with you what's appropriate, what's not, and it's it's been a learning process, all of this, but um, I have enjoyed the process of just showing up and just sharing and just being where I'm at and trusting that it's okay to show up sometimes and not be like, hi, everyone, and have a lot of excitement and energy. Um, you know, I do, as I shared last week, I do value authenticity and this week, it's it's a little mellow. Things are on my heart, but um, I don't think I'm really learning that that doesn't take away any value from what I have to share with you. And to support me, I wrote some notes out. So um, hopefully this will be a more concise episode and we're just going to flow with it. And by the way, my cat is, is with me and he's just tearing up something beside me. So... Oh, excuse the excuse the the background noise. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna keep it real on here, and I'm gonna keep going. I'm like kicking him on the side. <laughs> There's a video version of this episode. Um, if you want to check it out, I'll link it in the show notes. But yeah, you can see me kind of battling him on the side. <laughs> anyway, back to the episode. So this week we are going to be sharing another one of the pillars that I live my life by, which is a gift of sobriety. I have four pillars that I live my life by that are basically like the code that I move everything in my life through, especially if I'm going through a challenging time, let's say, um, or going through having to make a decision not knowing what to do, I always filter it through these four pillars. And I'm exploring the second one this week, which is a gift of sobriety that took me quite a long time actually to learn. But now, once again, I really feel like the things that are our biggest challenges, they become our greatest gifts and our greatest strengths. And that is learning to trust myself, building trust in myself and the security that comes with it. So when I, you know, I, I've shared before that I was on a, I was attempting to stop drinking for 12 years before I actually stopped. And one of the things that that brought up for me was I lost a lot of trust in myself. Um, and, you know, everyone has a different um, drinking story or background, but for 12 years, I was, you know, I was saying to myself, I'm going to stop, I'm going to stop. And then for four or five of those years, I was actively really doing the sobriety things, going to AA, going to therapy, stopping for five months or nine months at a time, and then slipping. And, you know, in those last four years, the slips were really jarring and almost like traumatic for me to wake up from and and be like, what how can I have betrayed myself that much when I had done all this work? I had done, you know, months and months of healing and thinking that I was this this type of person that I really wanted to be and being that person for a, an amount of time. And then 
the thing with drinking is it can be so destructive that, you know, one night can, can shatter everything, can shatter everyone's trust in you, can shatter your trust in yourself. And it was like a, a cycle and a cycle that really was kind of hammered into me. So it took a, a lot, of, a bit of time to, you know, now I have three years of sobriety and a couple of months. And I do think like trusting myself and doing the things that allow me to trust myself deeper and deeper, they are so important to me because for a time, you know, I, I took that away from myself. I made decisions or I didn't have control over things that, you know, I was powerless to. And I like I living in a state of not being able to trust myself was such a small anxiety inducing shrinking space where I would constantly just back down from big opportunities, back down from showing up, back down from committing to things because there was always a part of me that was like, okay, you know, yeah, you've done this. this. It was never, I felt like I was never doing enough to really trust myself. Um, and it was something I really had to actively work, work for. Like, how can I commit to big things and know that I'm going to show up? I've got to build little by little back the trust in myself that I can be a different person, that I have healed, that I can approach things in a different way. And that almost like miracles really are possible and they have already happened. And just learning to trust like myself and trust God again or the universe or our higher power that like the rug wasn't going to be pulled out from under me again. And depending on your path in sobriety, like some of us, you know, get sober the first time we try it. Some of us, it's just years and years. And I do think like for me, at least, because it took so many years, it was really like an active process and choice for me to say, I've got like, it is important to me to trust myself and I've got to be able to commit to big things and do big things and show up in big ways because that's who I want to be. And in order to do that, I've got, I've got to learn how to build trust in myself. So I really broke this down into, you know, little things. So the, the first one was obviously for me, this might, this actually probably, this isn't the case for everybody, but for me, it was also, I just wanted to show myself through time. I was like, get one year in. And I didn't even trust myself to share with people that I wasn't drinking. I kept it all to myself for this time around first year. And I just told myself, look, get one year in, and then I'll trust you a little bit. That was kind of my process. And I know that I know I have, um, a couple of sobriety friends who that wasn't the case for. They stopped drinking and a month later they were like, I am definitely never drinking again. This is, this is me. I have changed. I'm doing everything differently now. So there's different paths. But for me, there was the question. I was like, look, I just want to show myself and get one year in and then I'll feel trusting enough to actually make this kind of like an official thing and share it to people and say, hey, I don't drink. Because it was really only at one year that I could say to people, I don't drink. Because before that, in the months before, I was like, that's not, I don't even know if that's really true. I've said I don't drink many times before, and I would. So the first thing for me was just stacking up time. And in that time, of course, it's not just white knuckling and not drinking. In that time, like, really 
as I shared in the previous episode, like working through my shit, working through the shadows, working through all, like I was really committed in that year to, to shifting from the inside and not just white knuckling and just not drinking. It was like, it was kind of, I wanted it to be a line in the sand and it became a line in the sand of I'm changing. And I know it's not just a matter of not drinking. There's a lot of other stuff that needs to happen and heal. And I'm open to it. And the first step is just being real with myself and being real with other people that, you know, I feel this, I'm in this place. You can listen to the episode before this about authenticity to share more about that process. But after that year, I was like, okay, that's the first level. I've built trust in myself. I I trust myself that I've gotten a year in and I've been doing things a lot more differently. The second thing that I did was um, because I started to notice that this was a problem, like I still didn't trust myself, even a year and a half into sobriety, I was like, oh, I, I don't want to do those big things. I don't want to say, I don't want to, I, I wanted to start a podcast uh, at that time. And I was like, I don't want to start a podcast because what if I fall off the wagon? I'm going to have to admit it to all these people or I'm going to fail in this big way. And it takes time to heal. You know, I do, I've shared before that I did a trauma and somatics like training. um, And I did have a lot to heal just in my nervous system of like, it's okay. Like you can exhale, you can do this. Like you are, you are safe. And even if you like F things up completely, you're still safe. Like I'm going to handle things in a different way than I did before. I promise you that, even if you mess up. That's kind of what I came to learn. So the second thing that I wanted to share as a tool is as I as I as I recognize like, okay, I I, I've got to start showing to myself that I'm worthy of my trust. I started noticing and building belief in myself around the little things I did. And I do think sometimes Um, I talk a lot about the subconscious and deep healing, but also I think there can be some, a lot of worth in the conscious level, conscious, like as in journaling and just actively noticing and saying, hey, you know, oh, oh, that's how I talk to myself. Let me shift that. And making conscious, like I would write down, um, I would journal at the end of the day, or I would do mirror work. I share a lot that I do mirror work where I would just kind of talk to myself in the mirror and be like, you like no one else was going to affirm me, right? Like nobody else knew what I was going through to the depth that I knew. And nobody knew what I had been through to the depth that I knew. So I was holding myself, right? And I was talking to myself and saying, you did this today. Like you, you know what you've been, you said you were going to do this and you did it. You said that you were going to do a morning routine and you did it. And, and then the days that I didn't do it, I realized that I would also that was also an opportunity to build trust in myself where I wasn't going to shit all over myself or say like, well, yeah, see, you did. You know, I had a very negative way of speaking to myself where in the past where I'd be like, see, you didn't do it. I knew, you know, that was just my conditioning that and I was and I chose to change that patterning by actively journaling and doing mirror work and talking to myself and being like, you know what, it's okay. You show you're still reflecting on it now. You're showing up to journal about it now. You, you know, things got a little crazy in the morning and you didn't have time to do a morning routine, or you didn't show up in the best, you know, as you had intended for that particular meeting or whatever. But it's okay. I'm still here. I've got you. I'm still going to hold you through everything. And I would say that was one of the biggest shifts for me, just learning to talk to myself in a different way and learning that I am the per like 
all I really have to trust in myself now. I wouldn't say like I trust myself to be perfect. I trust myself to do morning routines. Honestly, I'm not even sure I can say I trust myself to never drink again. But I trust myself to be there for me. And I trust myself to know to know how to handle mistakes that I make. And if I don't know how to handle them, I know that I have the support and the tools to heal, to make it better, to fix it. And I just, I think maybe I knew that on some level before, but I just didn't bring it to the surface. And saying it and journaling about it and repeating it to myself is what's really like allowed it to sink in. And it's allowed me to step more into my highest self, as I call it, or the person that I just always wanted to be requires trust in herself, trust in like, I've got you. I'm not going to, you know, you're not going to be in trouble with me. Maybe you'll be in trouble with other people. I don't, I don't have control over the future, but I have control over me and I'm not going to let you, you know, I'm not going to let you down. And I think that that way of speaking to myself with a lot of love, it did take the tools that I shared in the previous episode, like working through shadow, building community, having other people reflect back to me truths that I just didn't know how to reflect back to myself. Truths like re, you you know, when you're in community, people reflect back to you. Sometimes, yes, your shadow, but also your light. And like re, please see, like you are an amazing person. See that in yourself. That's the you know that's the name of this game in sobriety. It's like seeing the light in yourself and just amplifying it and and learning to see how to amplify it in different ways. So that was the second thing that I did. Um, and then the third, this was an extra one, it's just coming up into my mind, but one other tool that I would share that really built trust, that I that helped me build trust was I learned to clear the air. And I shared a, a lot about this in the previous episode, but for me, I learned to build trust in myself by consistently clearing the air about things that were feeling sticky for me. So I'm part of a book club and I was in a group coaching program and I have a lot of sobriety friends that I'm like, they're on WhatsApp and on Telegram and I just clear the air regularly. It helps me trust myself by kind of something about sharing and bringing it to light just makes it, I don't know, I feel accountable. I feel like I'm supported and it builds trust in myself that I'm not keeping things hidden. I'm not keeping things to myself. And I don't think I would have done this if I didn't see other people doing this, sharing with me, sharing imperfectly, saying like, I don't know if this makes sense, but all this is is on my mind and I'm kind of tripping up about it. Can I just share it with you? Um, So I think clearing the air and just (laughs) and just like I'll share something really funny, but for a while I I think I learned this from the book Quit Like the Quit Like a Woman, or I'll have to clarify which one it was, but it was a sobriety book, and she shared how a little bit about, you know, people in addiction, they can be like unconscious liars. We just kind of lie, even though we don't even have to. We just sometimes do that, and it breaks trust, right? It breaks trust in yourself. You know when you're lying on some level, and it breaks trust. So I took a page out of that book and she recommended, she was like, so she just started like overtly going back on, like overtly going back to people and say, and calling them up and be like, you know what, what I said when we met today, that was a total lie. I don't know why I said that. And it's it's a kind of scary thing to do. But I remember hearing that and being like, okay, I wonder if that applies to me. 
And I started doing that. I started just out like it's it's a scary tool, but wow, it built trust in myself because I only had to do it two or three times before I just stopped. I just stopped lying because we when we bring these things to light, it it shifts something. And I I think I literally did it like two or three times where I would call the per- call the person I was talking to and call them up or text them and be like, hey, what I said just there, that was a lie. I don't know why I said that. I'm, I don't know. And we would just laugh about it. And it was okay. And it built trust. It made me, it helped me see like, you don't have to lie. And if you do, it's okay. Go and correct it. But it was just living like with such commitment to honesty, built trust in myself. And yeah, that's just another tool that, that popped in my head as I was sharing. The next tool is um, showing up even at 50%. So this is, you know, especially if you are new new in sobriety and maybe you've gotten some support like a coach or a coaching program or, or a group of friends. And there's for sure going to be times where, where you're not sure if it's working. You're not sure how you feel. You don't know if you're doing the right things or sharing the right things. I really invite you just show up for things even at 50% because a lot of, a lot of the trust that I lost in myself is I, I just wouldn't show up for stuff. I just, I don't, it was like not even a conscious decision, but I'd just be like, no, I'm not, you know, I'm sure they expect this and that of me and I'm not that today. And it built trust in myself to show up and feel like, wow, I don't know, am I, am I, am I doing what I'm supposed to do? And realize, you know, it doesn't have to be a performance and it's okay. Just show up, tell the truth. Like I don't require very much of myself to trust myself. And I think that's a really good, that's been really helpful because I know that I trust myself to a level I've never done in my life today because I don't, you know, it's just the, it's just the basics of being honest, showing up even at 50% and knowing that I've got myself. I don't have to be perfect. Even if I make a mistake, I'm not going to abandon myself like I, like I did before, I'm not going to just tap out and be like, well, you suck. I'm done with you, which is like, honestly, that was sometimes. And I think this is true of a lot of people who struggle with addiction. It's like, we just get fed up with our BS and in, and instead of kind of healthily dealing with it, it's like, well, I'm, (laughs) I'm just overwhelmed and I'm done with you. So do what you want. That was kind of my approach, which was a really unloving really not confidence building approach. And I'm so grateful that through sobriety, I, I, through this process of sobriety, I learned a different way, a totally different way of, of what I require for myself and how to build confidence, you know, to me, trust in myself. Like the reason why I do hold myself very accountable a lot of the times, especially just with with boundaries with people and things is because I know I've I've just lived for way too long playing way too small because I didn't trust myself and I'm not going to risk that again it's just not worth it and I it's it's a lesson learned for me so the final tool that I'm going to share with you is a little bit related to the earlier ones but learning to learning like noticing how other people respond to you when you're being authentic and being real and showing up at 50% like I shared and recognizing that you know 
people will be okay with you messing up as long as you take accountability for it and open up about it and are willing to confront yourself about it. And it was healing for me to see that. It was healing for me to experience, like I had just been living in my own little head for quite a while with addiction and was so hard on myself. And having other people kind of catch you and reflect to you like, it's okay, it's okay, like you missed a meeting, you did this, et cetera, it's okay. And it helped me, you know, it really, like one of the worst places you can be when, when in addiction is living in your own head sharing it with others, showing up, being vulnerable, being real with others and letting them, you know, kind of show you the truth that like, it's okay. You're not, it's not that bad. You're okay. That really helped me. It helped me see that, you know, I don't have to be perfect to trust myself. So those are the four tools that I have with you today. Um, A little, I was hoping for a shorter and sweeter episode today, But I do want to share that this is like a pillar of my life and trusting myself is a gift that I kind of prayed for for a really long time. And, um, you know, even just showing up to this episode, I believe I shared earlier in this in this episode that, you know, things are going on in the background. And I did think about like, maybe I'll just skip this week or maybe I won't be as on as I usually am. And that's not going to be good. And it's like, no, I'm going to show up and trusting myself is important to me and it's more important than being perfect it's more important than doing things the way I imagine them to be and I just pray that this this conversation or this talk gave you some inspiration if you are someone who struggles with trusting yourself I pray that these tools are something you play around with and and that they support you and if you are someone who is questioning your relationship to alcohol I have one-on-one coaching packages available in the links below, and I also do one-on-one intuitive readings. You can check out all of those links below. Otherwise, I will see you in next week's episode, and I'm sending you all my love.